On and Off the Pitch. Hello and welcome. This is On and Off the Pitch. I'm Rodney Cyrus. We are weeks away and still no head coach. Crystal Palace, Reading Women. We are at the beginning of July and no closer to seeing anyone visibly at the wheel. Hold it, Rodney, hold it. Actually, we're closer to the middle of July. Okay, that's that's we're closer to the middle of July. And it's been months since the news broke. In terms of Crystal Palace, it's been months since the news broke about the then head coach, Dean Davenport, uh, being suspended alongside two other members of staff. Uh, the actual date itself was the 13th of March, 2023. We are now more than four months away since that day and still counting. Still no news on a, a new head coach for Crystal Palace women and no mention of the result of, of the investigation. Uh, we kind of know the outcome because the advertisement indicating a new way forward in terms of coaching and the coaching staff was visible for all to see. So what you have is a clear declaration from the club uh, as to how the investigation ended, uh, as to why it came about, no one knows, as to what happened during the investigation, no one knows, you know. Um, so what I can say, what I, can, I feel I can say uh, in relation to the former head coach uh, with 20 years connection with the club, it's got to, it has to have been a sizable blow. Um, to, uh, to leave the club in the way that it has kind of unfolded. Um, I'm going to hope to try and find out from the person himself, Dean Davenport, and, and, and reach out to him and, and speak to him if possible. Uh, but it must be, you know, a huge blow. And for the club, because, you know, 20 years, 20 years is a long time. And when you, you're with a club for 20 years, you build emotions, you build connections, et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's huge. And, you know, Crystal Palace aren't the only club to lose a manager stroke head coach uh, with a lengthy period of service. Ready and women were the same. Kelly Chambers uh, had to step away or not had to, but maybe wanted to herself, stepped away uh, after 20 years. Um, bulk of that time, obviously, being in the WSL, consistently there. Um, big change coming to the Barclays Women's Championship. Um, we can go over that a little bit uh, further on down the line. Uh, but as it stands, while I'm talking to you now, uh, no head coach. Now, um, what, I mean, yeah, I mean, what could you do in terms of transfer rumor? Is it possibility, probabilities? Um, could could Kelly Chambers end up at Crystal Palace? Could she? Lots of WSL experience, knows of the league, knows what, it's what it takes to stay in the league. Obviously not recently, but, you know, long-standing. Um, mm. Could be. Decades of, of experience. Clearly a steady hand. Good with the players. Potentially could happen. Maybe happen. Um, remember, this isn't, this is not a, not, it's not, this is just rumour probability. Nothing more. Uh, so, both clubs uh, need a head coach, need new staff. Deadline or the deadline in terms of the application for Reading Women has passed. It, it was the 10th of July uh, for both head coach and the first team assistant head coach. Um, maybe they have players, oh, not players, but maybe it is a former player. Maybe they have um, 
received the necessary number of applicants or maybe just one applicant who knows uh, and see what happens like i said we're in the, moving towards the middle of july some clubs have already started pre-season training in the championship so it's about getting someone in now uh could it be a former player could it be a manager with wsl experience could it be a player coach scenario options uh, and if it's ws experience i've already thrown kelly's name uh, kelly chambers name into the hat why not just rianne skinner just a thought you know who knows uh why not it, it, I, I think if you bring managers in uh, with wsl experience it makes the league a richer league it's already a good league um kate uh, longhurst i think it's longhurst uh, has, has has left West Ham to join Charlton. I have to double check that actually. I think it's Longhurst. Let's double check that. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it is Kate Longhurst. It's a googling. Um, has moved. Big gamble. I had to make sure I got the surname right because you just never know. Uh, which is really really important. So huge 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 news for Charlton, but really really important um, phase stage of the season for for both Crystal Palace and Reading women need a head coach in now. In terms of players moving on from Crystal Palace, they're in the moment um, at the moment negotiating with players who can who who are at the end and want to stay. Uh, Lizzie Waldy has decided to move on from Crystal Palace. Huge news for me. Huge news. She's such a good player. Lizzie Ward is positionally aware, comfortable on the ball, especially when moving forward. Um, very rarely beaten on one-on-one. -on -one. Good option for attack. There's got to be a team out there who who want this player. And I hope she doesn't walk away from the game. I just, oh gosh, that would be really bad. Uh, so I'm hoping to see Lizzie Wardy play football somewhere else very soon. Sad to see her move on from Crystal Palace. But imagine if there was a head coach in place, they may have been able to actually persuade her to stay or may have wanted her to stay. You know, we don't know. Uh, and that's the difficulty you have as a as a team where you don't have someone in place that wants to actually shape and mould the team as they want to. Um, London City Lionesses were in that situation a week ago. They've appointed their backroom staff, new head coach, assistant. They may have lost a whole host of players, but they've got someone in now who, who has from all knowledge, the pedigree to challenge again and push them on. Uh, so we're not too far away in terms of where we are to the start of the season. We've still got the World Cup to come, but Barclays Women Championship teams have already started pre-season training. They've already started pre-season training. Uh, so for Crystal Palace, for Reading, uh, you know, we're we're not too far in the deep end at the moment, but as, as the weeks go by, it could look like in the deep end. Uh, now, for Crystal Palace, they have a whole host of players, really good, talented and hardworking players who will probably want to know who their manager is or head coach, how they're going to go forward, what's the scheme, how they're going to approach the new season ahead, what kind of attack um, strategies are they going to unfold, all of these things and more. Really important, really important. But what you have with that scenario is a club that seems to be held together by unknown forces at the moment. And they're doing a pretty good job, but that could only go on for so long. 
They were able to do it towards the end of the season with a number of games remaining. It's going to be very difficult doing that for a whole campaign if you don't bring someone in as to what's happening. Uh, in terms of Reading, uh, recently, as I've said, um, occupants, members of Barclays Women's Champ um, Championship, uh, not Champions League, Women's Super League, uh, now current members of the Women's Championship, Championship, get my words out, uh, also need to sort themselves out and pretty, pretty quick. What was interesting when I looked at their advertisements um, and the date was, closing date was the 10th of July, so hopefully they're interviewing very soon. Assistant, first team coach pay per annum, 28,000. Head coach, 40,000 per annum. Uh, and one of the things that really stood out for me while I was looking at this advert was the fact that I need to wear my glasses more often because the print was really, really small. Uh, I felt like I was watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. But apart from that, I wonder how much in terms of players are getting paid when I see that valuation or that, that salary for 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 head coach of, of Fulham, considering what's required of the job. I mean, it's it's a 24 hours a day job. People don't think it is, but it is. You've got to be available for fixtures uh, throughout the week. You've got to be training. You've got to be responsible for everyone and everything. You've got to smile at people after the game when the game didn't go your way. You've got to stand and listen to uh, journalists and reporters asking you questions you don't want to answer post-match, all of those things and more. It does happen, and especially when you're upset. You know, that's just that small, but it's still a big thing. And some people will go, well, that's the job. Fair enough. There are some people who are doing jobs more challenging or less challenging and getting three times the salary. But, you know, go figure. Really, really is important. Uh, Reading um, will need to find someone quick. They are a good club. They play good football. And that is a really biased thing to say about good football. It means basically they play football on the ground, but it doesn't always mean... I mean, you can play football on the ground. It doesn't always mean it's good football. Uh, they need to have a bit of fight, you know, because part of the 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 um, requirements for the head coach was that they uh, build a successful team. Great. It's fine. Every, te every team's going to do that. It's brilliant. Be successful. Play good football. But what's really important in the Barclays Women's Championship is the ability to have some fight in your game. If you don't have that, you're toast. Now, this league, and I say this, the Barclays Women's Championship, it's not like the WSL. No team's going to come along and beat you 6, 7, 8, 9, nil, and you just roll over and get your tummy tickled. No, every team turns up to fight. Even the teams you think that aren't going to turn up, they turn up. So if you can play good football, it's great, but you need to fight. And you've got to get your fighting gloves on, your fighting shoes on, your fighting socks on. Whatever you need, play good football, but be ready for it because it's coming. Welcome. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> the players that they've lost, Reading, considering they moved from the WSL to the championship, they moved from being professional to part-time, huge body blows. How they actually, you know, balance their life, what they've had to contend with, mortgages, etc., bills, cost of living crisis, all of that stuff and more emotional turmoil that would have created. It's difficult. It's difficult. And, um, you you have to feel for the players. You have to feel that they they have found it very difficult to to contend with with what's happening for them. Let's try to get to that. Let's get to this. Let's get to this. So for Reading, they have lost a whole host of players. 
a whole host. Uh, players with long standing with the game, in the game, but also with them. I mean, like Grace Maloney, Grace Maloney, get the words out. Uh, 223 caps. She's been with the club since 2009. That's a long time. That's a long time. Uh, I'm not sure what's happening, but she's moved on. Uh, Becky Jane has moved on, 137 caps. Uh, uh, Amali Eichland has moved on. This Emma Harris, really good player, like her. Striker, likes to run in behind. We're going to go. Uh, Gemma Evans, did hear a rumour that she might be signing for a particular club in the in the north. Don't know if that's true, possible. Uh, Faye Branson, as, as a name. Um, who else? Uh, Natasha Dowie's gone. Uh, Deanne Rose, I thought that was a real coup when they got her Olympic gold medalist. Moved on. Lightning pace, had some injuries, which kind of really knocked Redding off their stride when she wasn't in the team. Um, Chloe Peplo, again, had spent some time at the Crystal Palace as well. So the, the whole host of players, and you got you got to think that when you lose so many players in in one goal and then you try to, re, to rebuild, it is a bit of a blow. And I, as, I, as I've said earlier, London City Lionesses were in a similar position like literally two weeks ago. But then they appoint and everything changes. You know, everything changes. It's a long, a long time in football a week. It's really long and it's much longer when you don't have a head, a head coach and you don't have someone that you can say, this is this is the person who will tell you what to do during tra- training, day in, day out. This is the, they're going to dictate the aims. It's, it's, it's very, very difficult, very difficult. Uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. So for both teams, for Crystal Palace, and for Reading, it is imperative, really, that they get a head coach in as quickly as possible and they are able to kind of shape the squad, the team, in, 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 the, in the model that they want, in the way that they want to play. Uh, it's going to be it's very difficult and very important to do that. You know, so I'm looking forward to it. You guys are definitely looking forward to it. The league football, that league football returns soon. We've still got the World Cup. But in terms of searching for a head coach, which is what these two teams are, are doing right now, it is vitally important that they get they get someone in that fits in with who they are and, uh, and they're able to deliver because uh, the 23-24 Barclays Women's Championship season is going to be a tough one. Because uh, every team that was in the top four, five, six will be gunning for that one spot. It's going to be tough. Uh, anyway, that's it for now. This was On and Off the Pitch. I'm Rodney Cyrus, and I'll see you in the next one. Bye for now.